Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse Nelson. We're a kind of a coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's, it's I know been, we haven't recorded in like a week, but... No, at, at least a week. Um, I've been waiting this for a week since I had too much coffee. That's right. Um, but uh, Joseph, I'm drooling. Like, I'm gleeking all over yeah, the place. Yeah, please, please stop doing What, this. what is gross. this? Uh, so, I, I thought it would be fun... Uh, I had the fortune of a, a friend from Wisconsin is coming through town, and she got uh, she got me some lovely Wisconsin cheddar. Thank you, Anna. Um, this is we're 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 tasting a a twelve year and a fifteen year um, cheddar uh, from Hooks. What should is, cheese uh, cost, Joseph? <laughs> what should cheese cost? Honestly, I don't know. But okay, so this right? is really cool. So um, my aunt and my uncle live in in Madison, and so we go there. We've been going there like Thanksgivings here and there. And I'll usually go to. That's why we've never um, done a Thanksgiving episode together on Thanksgiving. That's right. And I'll usually go to the one of the cheese places in town um, called Fromagination, which I actually I have, a, <laughs> I have a bag from Fromagination right here that I've been carrying the cheese in. Fromage. Yeah, innation, fromage, innation, uh, and it's it's a it's like a specialty coffee multi roaster for cheese. If you yeah. can, if you can imagine a fancy multi roaster cafe, yeah, but it's absolutely. for cheese, and you go in and they have like it's so much 50, more common in other food kinds than, of cheeses, yeah. like cheesemonger. There's all sorts of cool right. words for it. We have Q graders in coffee, and that's um, it. and and there's it's it's. It's hard to dis- I get this. I get as geeky and excited about cheese as I do about different coffees, just so, because it's so delicious and tasty to experience. Like how different it can taste and all the right. I I start. I can't really see it, but I rub my fingers together when I get really mm-hmm. excited about food. Like I just get so <laughs> excited, and I just start like fidgeting until yeah. I get something in my face. Um, so, anyways, I thought it would be fun to do a little pairing of cheese and coffee. Well, it's, uh, I mean, I actually it's, accidentally it's, did it this week. It's obvious and totally well known knowledge. That coffee pairs really well with cheese, and everything. Yeah, but, and everything. And no, but it's it's one of those things that's really overlooked. That there's amazing flavors that can come between coffee and cheese, and so every once in a while, I know when we're stacking here and just making cups of coffee, it's like, holy cow! So when you told me about this, we uh, I selected one of our coffees. I think it would be pretty good with this nice. cheese. Um, so I actually, um, I had I'd, I also had an eight year white cheddar, um, also by Hooks. That was really delicious, but I already ate it. Because uh, I couldn't stop eating it, but I happened to have it at the same time as I was having a Yemen, and so I was eating this white cheddar and this Yemen, and I couldn't even believe how good that was. But let me try some of this twelve. Oh my gosh! I like how it crystals. Fifteen years is gonna be even more crystally. I know. I started with fifteen. I like them a little older. Mm. Dang, that's good. <laughs> I know. It just like melts into the flavors, just melt together. We oh. should do an episode of like ASMR where we like smack and lip smack and taste coffee. Let's not because I hate that so much. It's so terrible. Mm-hmm. God, whoever had that idea was. What are you thinking? That's really interesting. I can't even. I can't even describe what's happening. But like the coffee, a the coffee just smooths out completely, mm-hmm. and then there's this like nuttiness. That's that's kind of in the cheese, but kind of in the coffee. So I love this coffee. It's a Peru. It's our new um, Eli Eli Cruz, um, fairly direct traded Peruvian coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll come back to this coffee later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit of a teaser, I think, making it today and talking about our Peru connection. But I selected it because it's just milk chocolate and creamy. Has a lot of like lovely notes, and so I thought that would probably go well with the cheese. It's a little bit sharper and kind of gets you salivated, but also savory, and so it brings out that nuttiness and that oh, the milk chocolate that raw is, cocoa. Is so like with mm-hmm. the twelve, it's the milk chocolate. With the fifteen, it's like nutty. I don't know if I'm imagining that. It's so good. I like the idea of of doing doing this kind of thing. So yeah, um, 
I want to give a quick shout out to our Conduit's newest account, big account that opened up on Capitol Hill, because they do a lot of this kind of stuff. They're uh, it's intrigued chocolates with the mm-hmm. they make truffles and we, exquisite we've, chocolates. We've certainly mentioned and had intrigue. Don't we fully have intrigue on the show, or did we just talk about them? Whatever. Uh, definitely in the magazine. Yeah, for yeah. sure in the magazine. Yeah, they. I, as far as I know, they haven't recorded with me, but um, it could have been the Scotch episode. I might have forgotten. <laughs> the um. So they opened up the new cafe in Capitol Hill, and this they do this very hands-on service with their amazing truffles, and they have um, shelf-stable bars and everything like that now. And so we're managing the coffee program; it's delicious. But they, as we open, um, we're going to start doing more cheese and chocolate pairings, and just kind of get this foodie mm-hmm. thing going and taste these differences because it's remarkable. I think if you're sitting on the shelf and you're like, I don't know, twelve or fifteen, you'd get one. It would be really great. But tasting yeah. these two side by side, it's it's fascinating how 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 different. It's it's very clearly different. Having so I I, I have a bit of the twelve year, and while I'm munching on it, sip the coffee, and it just kind of melds together, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to me. So twelve year, have some of this. It's weird. and this just becomes all milk chocolate to me. It kind of smooths out both of them in an interesting way. Like there there's a brightness sharpness to the cheese, and there's this like acidity in the coffee. Yep, and but they both, both of those smooth out when you combine them. Yeah, and I think by smoothing, it's like you don't have the aftertaste of either one. Mm. You don't have the mm-hmm. coffee aftertaste. You don't have the cheese aftertaste. Like they just kind of meld into this. Like, like I think the twelve. I think you're right. It's a little bit more milky. Mm-hmm. Um, the fifteen with those extra crystals, like, has a little bit more pointed and kind of brings itself to that almond sweetness that's in the coffee. Yeah. So yeah, intrigued chocolates. You made me a mocha with their um, their cardamom hot chocolate earlier. Right, that was quite quite lovely. Yeah, they have uh, so their store is definitely like chocolate forward. You know, they have six different chocolates, uh, hot chocolates you can try, mm-hmm. sipping chocolates and things like that. And they have amazing coffee, absolutely the best coffee. And in the um, magazine, they also got a brand new um, Lavam espresso machine, so that's exciting. So it's worth it just go and see that espresso machine. In the magazine, we when we had them, and this was like two three years ago. Um, and it was uh, it was Francis came with me and he wrote the article actually. We did this this uh, coffee and chocolate pairing. Uh, so it was it was you know little samples of their truffles, kind of like we're sampling the cheese here and then tasting the coffee. And it was exactly the same sort of experience. Like the taste of the coffee and the taste of the truffles changed depending on the different truffles, and it was just um, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult. Uh, it was difficult to put into words. Other than that, we should just recommend that everybody try this. Yeah. You know, these experiences are actually a lot easier to find than you would think. You don't need to get a 12 or a 15 year cheddar to do that either. You can go get. I mean, you just do cheese, cheese and crackers with coffee, obviously, just like regular from the store. Yep. I mean, I think it. I think it's definitely interesting when you get into more complex and crafted um, things. I mean, just like coffee, it's more interesting the more crafted you get so mm-hmm. does cheese and obviously the combination will as well but i can't get this on a regular basis Mm-mm. although i guess i could order hooks online but that's I mean, a miracle of the internet you can still you can that's still true. get cheese there's good cheese around i mean everybody can find good cheese this is outstanding wisconsin cheese will always have a special place in my heart so we have sca coming up very mm-hmm. soon mm-hmm. um probably just after this episode gets out um it's the third week of yep. April basically that it kind of starts that Tuesday the sixteenth and well, through the following sh- weekend. But yeah, yeah the, the show trade really is uh, Friday the ninth, Friday yeah. Friday the twentieth through Sunday the twenty second is the main trade show. Thursday and the nineteenth. That's why I said 
Yep. Nineteenth through the twenty second. Right about the twenty second. Mm-hmm. I should have those dates down, considering we're hosting the Mavon party on that Friday. Or no, yeah, it's Friday the yeah. Friday the twentieth, four twenty. Yep. Friday. Yeah, I just can't remember that. Anyways, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot mm-hmm. of coffee professionals. If you happen to be in the Seattle area, most of us are having mm-hmm. a good time and doing some sort of events and stuff. So I know all of our roaster friends are. Um, Shout out to Fulcrum as well. Oh, Fulcrum has a full calendar. Oh, yeah. You just show up there with a sleeping bag and hang out for the week. <laughs> but there, so I actually, so I visited Fulcrum um, last week because I'm going to be sharing their, um, the, the apron story, the apron project that, that Bloss is working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be in the magazine. Um, which might be out by the time this episode's out. And the tasting that they're doing, the SCA weekend, is different varieties of coffee that haven't really been haven't really been shared a lot, I guess, in the specialty scene. Like that they're, they're basically trying to explore and address the challenges of uh, specifically um, coffee rust, Laroya. Climate change and, and climate change and problems of disease when you have coffees that are all like genetically almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the answers are to are to bring in coffees that that traditionally don't taste nearly as good, but they're much more resilient. Right. Um, but they're starting to find through experimentation, and Bloss is telling me about there's a there's a particular plantation um, study uh, research facility in uh, Costa Rica that has something like 1200 different um, varieties that haven't really been commercialized mm-hmm. but um, which they've been playing around with to try to find disease re- resistant you know climate flexible um, plants that can grow well but which also taste really good tastes good yeah um, and so they're going to be having different varieties that uh, you probably haven't had before uh, at the cupping, which um, sounds really interesting. I'm looking forward to that. We're really getting into the cheese, man. Yeah, I forgot that we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> this is, so I don't think we've done this too much on the show, but I'm, I'm looking at, um, I did an episode on the Coffee Lovers TV with uh, Gaz, which is an Iranian nougat. Um, I keep thinking you're saying Yaz, like the band. That's G-A-Z. So it's, it's an Iranian nougat that can have a number of different flavors. Traditionally, it's pistachio and rose water. Mm. Um, and it's very, like, it's basically sugar and uh, egg whites and... Um, nougat. What's the, yeah. I, I guess the, the, the actual traditional nougat is made with the sap of uh, angibin. Which is a plant that's grown in that in that region, but um, not the sap of Benjamin. <laughs> but uh, uh, a lot of um, most of the gas that you buy commercially is just made with uh, like sugar and egg and that sort of thing. Anyways, it's 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 very tasty and it's the kind of thing where like this you pair it with coffee and then you get these really interesting taste experiences. Um, and traditionally, it's eaten. I mean, I think traditionally it's eaten with anything, but it's often eaten with coffee. Uh, and so I decided to start exploring that. Um, anyways, I was going to experiment with some, making some recipes of my own. Do you want to say any more about the coffee before we... Uh, before stay we tuned. This is our, our wonderful Peru coffee. Um, we are going to have a side-by-side of a micro lot, and then this is also a fairly small lot. But um, 
yeah, we're going to do a little side-by-side -side comparison and um, hopefully rope in one of the producers to come talk to us about their experience with Peruvian coffee. Um, but regardless, we're going to drink a lot of it this spring and we're going to love it. Yep. So It's a wonderful time. Yep. Thanks so much, Jesse. Cheers. Cheers. You have been listening to Coffee Lovers Radio. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Support the producers. Check out Coffee Lovers Magazine at coffeeloversmag.com and download our app. Also get yourself some fantastic coffee from Conduit Coffee at conduitcoffee.com.